guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence, so-called because those are the three things every entrepreneur and business owner needs to create success. I'm Janice, and I'm so happy to have you here for my 101st episode. As promised, today is the part two of episode 99, where today I want to connect how knowing your audience critically impacts your messaging. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 99 yet, I'll link to it in the show notes, but the short version is that it covers, well, why I seriously dislike the standard ideal customer avatar audience model that is so often used, and what I prefer instead, as well as three major benefits to you and your business that come from knowing your audience. However, I saved one benefit for today. And that is how knowing who you are speaking to, who they are, helps you design your messaging in such a way that you get feedback like, wow, it was like you pulled those words out of my head. And have you been reading my emails? Messaging is a fundamental piece of all of your promotional marketing work. Simply put, messaging is saying what you need to say in a way that the right people understand both what you're saying, and what it means to them. When a lawyer steps foot in a courtroom or writes a brief, they have a very clear message designed to reach their desired outcome, delivered to and for a reasonably narrow and defined audience. They'll tell you, the client, exactly what you need to know, what's expected of you, how things work or the process, what the expected outcome is, how long it'll take, and how much everything's going to cost. And the way that that lawyer expresses themselves, the way they treat you either on the phone or in person, how their social media and their website present them, like all of this tells you if you want to work with this person or not. It's all part of their brand. 
So you know the way you feel and then you combine that with the practical information and you make your decision about whether you want to work with them. Now lawyers don't often think of themselves as a brand unless they own the firm and understand what's required to bring the clients in, but good lawyers do understand the need to communicate. And while a case or a file might get smelly, there's a standard set of procedures to follow to get to where they need to go for the resolution. And that clarity helps. But when you're running a business, offering a service or a product that's maybe less clear-cut or that many others are offering, you might feel like you aren't quite sure what to say, let alone how to say it. You might find it hard to position yourself so that you stand out, so that people recognize what you offer as your offering, your product. But you're really no different from that lawyer in the example. You know all the necessaries. It's just a matter of putting them together in a way that makes sense and being confident enough to then deliver that message. Your messaging comes from a crossroads between your audience and your product. Your messaging will help explain why your audience wants your product, what it'll do for them. And this is where you'll hear people talk about the transformation that you, your service, your product offers. And that is such compelling language to use, isn't it? Your transformation. I love the way James Wedmore puts it. I see it used sometimes and I, and I know straight away that that person is either a student or a listener of his. So he talks about using the phrase, so that, as a way to link what you're selling to the value or the transformation. So for example, hi, my name is Mallory and I help busy creatives create a personal brand on LinkedIn so that they can turn their hobby into a profitable business. In that sentence, it captures what this particular business is, who it's for, what happens to someone who works with this person professionally. The message is clear. If you want to turn your hobby into a profitable business and using LinkedIn, you need Mallory's services. This is simply positioning Mallory and her services for her audience. I also really like the Tonic Sites positioning statement. Completely customizable website for the modern, stylish, creative. The website of your dreams? It's already mixed to perfection and waiting for you at the bar. Oh, I just think that's beautiful. If you are someone who loves a cocktail created by a trained bartender and who shows up with their hair and their makeup photo ready, well, this statement might just prompt you to Google them. And you should, by the way. Their site is beautiful. It is a fantastic advertisement for themselves. And their writing, Jen's emails are hilarious but pointed. They do smart, stylish stuff. But the thing is, although the messaging or the statements that they make about themselves and their services or products are different in tone and delivery, both of these businesses are clear on who they're addressing. Mallory is talking to busy creatives at the beginning of their business journey. So she speaks to their busyness, their sense of creativity, and their desire to make some money. And the tonic site is speaking to people who have a very clear idea of their brand, 
who know what they want things to look like, which is fabulous, by the way, they want their site to look fabulous, but who don't have the tech skills to make it so. If these businesses didn't know who they were talking to, their main message or their positioning statement wouldn't be so clear. It wouldn't appeal to anybody because it would be speaking to nobody. Part of what makes that transformation so powerful is the ability for your audience member to actually identify with either the right now or the after you've used my product version of themselves. When they identify with the person your message is speaking to, you'll have their attention. I mean, you pay attention when someone's speaking to you, right? And you won't know how they identify what words to use unless you know your audience. You can also think about the language that is used not just in defining the audience in terms of busy, creative, or modern, stylish, creative, but the language used to create a feeling. So Mallory keeps her words simple so that a possibly overwhelmed newbie isn't further overwhelmed, whereas the tonic site creates a stylish feel, not just by using the word stylish, but also by using the word modern and talking about the website as someone's dreams always being mixed. It paints a picture or, or it gives a feeling that you're being served something darn near bespoke, something swanky, that you are so good you deserve something amazing to represent your brand. And when you know your audience, you can create a feeling that means something to them. You know what they like to do, who they are when they're at work or having fun or with their kids or on a date, whatever it is that your product or service is meant for. And you can use words that represent that transformation and describe what appeals to them. You know the saying that people might forget your name, but they never forget how you made them feel? It's that feeling that you can create with your words, your language, that makes your messaging impactful. But only when you know them, when you know your audience and you know their feeling. The specific words that you use in your messaging can also be taken directly from your clients or your ideal client audience. So when you know your audience, when you hear them, when you hear them talking or you read what they're writing, you can lift their phrases or their word choices and use it in your messaging. So when I hear a client say to me that, you know, in coaching school, they tell you that you need to promote your clients, so go out and get them, but that my work helps fill in that gap between setting up shop and actually getting clients. Well, that's the kind of authentic situation that I can then use in my own copy. And it resonates because it came from a client. It represents an experience lots of people will have had of being told to do something and then shoved out the door to do it without ever learning how. So when you paint the situation for your customer or your client's transformation, when you know your audience and you can accurately represent their experience, well, that situation is then meaningful. The messaging is meaningful because it actually is theirs. Again, when you speak to someone directly, they will listen. 
especially when it's unexpected. Like there's lots of poor messaging out there. It is hard to do for yourself and most people won't get it right on the first go. But what I love is that messaging isn't written in stone. It can be tweaked and perfected as you learn more about your audience and about yourself. So when I talk about messaging and I say that it tells your audience what to know, think, feel, or do, you're using language to give those cues, sometimes very subtly, and sometimes it's quite overt, but you don't know the better cues to use or the right words, the ones that will make people say, yep, that's the whatever, the the Mallory for me, the lawyer for me, the essential oil for me, if you don't know who they are first. Sometimes this is fantastically easy because your audience is actually yourself not too long ago. Then it's just a matter of you digging deep into your emotional memory and pulling up the words that create the identity, the feeling, and the meaningful situation for your audience. But if you don't know your audience or you aren't brave enough to speak directly to them, frankly, your messaging will be pants. If you want help focusing on your messaging, I do have a messaging workbook available on my website, janusfogarty.com forward slash don't waste your breath, because clearly I ignored the whole don't be cute with your naming strategy, but the workbook itself is good. It's 11 pages filled with prompts and specific questions designed to help you narrow what it is you need to say, how you need to formulate your messaging in order to make that connection with your audience so that they know what to think, know, feel, or do after they've seen you or heard you. And once you're clear on your messaging, every other piece of your promotional work, the sales copy, the social media, the everything, it's going to be outlined for you. It makes life so much easier when you're not the most comfortable writer or when you need some help just focusing your thoughts in your direction. So I'll link to it in my show notes. In episode 99, I did talk about some of the other reasons why it's so important for you to know your audience. But I left this for a separate episode because the impact that it has on your ability to create messaging that really helps you be you and to be known for being you is absolutely critical to your success. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you've gotten some value or you know someone who would, a share is a super quick way to help someone else out. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And until next week, my friend, I hope you have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.